Hi guys and welcome back to the podcast, Elected Outcast, with your host, Lily. Okay, so today's podcast isn't organized on paper. Yesterday I was talking a little bit about this with my friend and then I recorded an audio for a podcast that was very impromptu. But the reason why I haven't really written this down is because of my busy schedule today. And I kind of want this to just kind of be almost like a free-spoken type of podcast today. I don't have a direction in mind, but I do have a topic in mind. And it is going to involve being just open Um. Of course, going to be discreet with names. I'm going to be discreet with events and situations. But at the end of this, I want you to be able to reflect on your own personal situations and listen to a different perspective. So as some of you know, because right now our listeners are (laughs) friends, family, (laughs) And eventually, it's going to grow. It's going to skyrocket into something crazy and unimaginable. But anyways, so as some of you know, I've grown up in church. So when I was five years old, I was taken to church. And I thought it was cool. I had a a good time. I was, I think I, it's almost like I think I always knew about god i it's like i always knew who god was and i don't know when that started but when i started going to church at five years old it was different i remember walking in my elementary school just kind of walking alone and this thought is like so vivid because i i mean i lived it i'm like walking and i'm talking to god i'm just like communicating with him I don't know if I might have been like sad or just going through something or just kind of like talking to him like generally like a friend and there was other times where I would just be in school at such an early age and I'm singing in alabanza so what an alabanza is is just a worship song but in Spanish and one of those like upbeat ones um and I would just like sing them in my head like I'd walk around you know meanwhile and not that I didn't listen to secular music so um maybe like a Katy Perry Lady Gaga song right um at the age of like 11 13 not that I didn't listen to secular music but for that to be something that was playing in my head is um different because I was already different from the general population some who may not have ever gone to church or heard a worship song or knew who God was or thought to or was even taught to communicate with God. So what I'm trying to say is that, like, I mean, I just grew up in a different lifestyle. And growing up in, like, Christian, growing up having a connection with God, a relationship with God and then 
entering a American school um, where it's just a pool of everyone, especially here in California. It's just a pool of everyone. Um, entering into that environment really did change me. Um, and in elementary school, it's not like I had the greatest friendships either. Like when I would really click with a person and it was rare for me to really click with a person, they ended up moving away or I moved or yeah, I mean, or I moved. And then there was a time where I, I knew what it was to feel like an outcast. And when I invited someone into the friend group, that same person betrayed me and turned the whole group against me. So then it was like back to finding friends again. So friendship for me has not always been easy um and the one solid person that's always been there has been god so i don't think that i've always been the best friend to god considering he's been the only consistent friend from childhood to now um and so let's just kind of go into a deep dive of what this was. Um, starting with middle school, um, when it came to middle school, there were some people that I knew from my elementary school that I had a drift with because I moved schools and then I entered a school that no one from my elementary school that I graduated from was going to. And so it was like, okay, back to the drawing board, back to finding new friends, right? And mind you, I was a um reserved child I was very quiet shy um it was difficult for me to create relationships and eventually I did find friends I found two Christian girls um <laughs> and I had a wonderful connection with them we were kind of mischievous too I will say but like not crazy mischievous but you know I enjoyed that we had a relationship with God I enjoyed that that was something we could talk about like we could talk about our church experiences and we could talk about our like current like middle school experiences and then I ended up drifting apart from those friends when I drifted apart from them honestly for the rest of middle school we had no connection we had no conversations and I think that they kind of like were a little bit resentful of how I just like left them because I can understand the interpretation of like just like ditching them and I mean in a sense there wasn't a uh a conversation about me switching over into another group but so essentially it was like ditching them um and then I switched into a group that was a very much um pulling me into this new world of people who didn't grow up having a relationship with God and didn't have a current one as well um it opened my eyes to this new world and I think that I wanted more than anything to feel involved I wanted more than anything to feel like I was important and some of the people in the group were like popular kids and I think that I was really looking to like have that status too almost like a sense of validation as well um and um that was very detrimental to me um having the <laughs> in the way it was detrimental to my spiritual life but i felt like in my social life i was sort of thriving 
And um, moving on to high school, I might have maintained a handful of those relationships. They broke apart, but then somehow, like, we kind of reconnected. And then I was at a high school that no one from my middle school went to. I reconnected with some of the, like, old people in my life from middle school, and then I ended up switching high schools to be closer to, like, two of those people, one of them my ex-boyfriend, and um, that was detrimental, and why? What's the consistency in this? Why is it detrimental? Well, let me just continue on this history of relationships, and then we can start to ask the why. I'm just noting on my whiteboard so I can keep track of the questions we're going to ask and answer in this podcast. Okay, so moving on from high school. Okay, so let's just start at the beginning of high school. So I switched over. I had a boyfriend at that school, um, a friend at that school, and I'm falling into this new friend group. Um... Basically, everyone who was friends with my friend kind of just adopted me into their group, but also I knew a lot of them from middle school, so it wasn't, um, some people were, like, open to, like, meeting me, and the other ones, I mean, I already knew them, I was already their friend, and that was cool, I will say it was a lot of shenanigans going on, but it was a nice group I like that it was a big group I like that we had guys in the group I like that we had girls in the group it was very co-ed and it was cool um it was fun it was a fun group not necessarily and I would say it was superficial with most of the people in the group most of them It was a very superficial relationship. It was cool to be in a group that made noise and had eyes on you. Not necessarily like bad eyes, but more like, oh, like (laughs) they're such a cool group. You know, it was cool to be that person, but it was never really fulfilling. And then as I continued my career in high school and more people started wanting to be like a part of that group and get to know us a little bit more. I realized how fake the friendships were. And there was a time where I was willing and not... I knew knew this group of people were fake in the way that there was a girl who um, I had a... Okay, there was one... Well, essentially, there was two girls. So there was one girl that basically my um, junior year, like, her and I had a not a fallout we had a big disagreement big situation happened and mind you she was also friends with this group too so it's not like I'm expecting them to like choose sides at all but that was just possibly a strain but then came another girl who I had a disagreement with in the sense of like we had a dislike to each other because of a guy of course (laughs) right And so let's say like, I'm sorry for the dogs in the background, my neighbor's dogs. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe it. She needs to do something about it. 
anyways, okay, so, um, back to it, I had a disagreement with this girl because of a guy, so that's the second person that is friends with all these people too, and so four people in the group, I'll just like, that's like kind of like a estimate, four of them got really close with one of those girls who I had a disagreement with, and I knew they were talking terribly about me. Like, I knew it. I knew that they felt discontent. But to my face, they would always, like, give me compliments and be so, like, happy-go-lucky. You're so lovely. You're so great, you know? And it was like, yeah, I'm smiling through my teeth. I know that that's fake as hell. <laughs> but I didn't care to call them out. I didn't care to address that um fakeness at the moment I think I was just like honestly like I don't care right now that's not the biggest um issue in my life right now essentially mind you I was also going through some situations at home but anyways superficial eventually I um had a fallout with those people because I had had enough and they were also just going their own way because I mean they were fake to someone they didn't actually like. So I'm sure they kind of were like, okay, like maybe we shouldn't be this kind of person. So in college, a handful of um, my friends from middle school and and like maybe one or two that I met in high school continue to be my friend. Those are like five friends right there. Five or six, give or take. Let's just say five or seven. Okay, so a few or maybe like a couple two or three of them I will say like when I was trying to just kind of come back to God when I was really trying to get it right um I would always fall into temptation because they weren't seeking the same lifestyle I was and they still like stayed in the hometown so of course I continued to like see it whereas like friends that like left they could have been, they could have possibly given me like same temptations as far as like um, activities, what we would do. And it's just that they were away. So I wasn't close to that. And so um, in my friendships, what was this common thing that I felt and that I've analyzed was, okay, I'm trying to fit in. Another one was just people pleasing and I know a specific, I know for sure this one friend who, like, absolutely knew, like, um, my weakness. And she would definitely, like, try to, like, just peer pressure. And I would fold. <laughs> Sadly, I would fold. But that's not a friend. If a friend knows that you're going against something that you're trying to stick to and they're going to push you and, like, continue to push at that and poke at it. So that you do fold, that's not a friend, honestly. Okay, and so, why was this detrimental to me? Because I fell away from who I truly was at my core. Remember, elementary school, I'm singing worship songs in my head. I'm having conversations with God. And from middle school to high school to college... Early on in my college career, I'm still in college. So from middle school, high school to college, it was like this thing of like falling deeper into the world and farther away from God. It was falling deeper into satisfying the world in the sense of like, I want 
I want the praise from the world and not from God. So I fell away from that because of the influence. Because of the examples. Because of the mindsets of the people around me. Like they weren't on the wave of this life of purity, this life of um, finding favor in God eye, God's eyes, this, this mindset of what what purpose did God have in putting us on this earth, um, finding um, in, in the mindset of like, let's not ditch class, let's go to class and like, let's work because we want to get to a good college, we want to do great things in this world. We want to get out of the valley. We want to get out of California. We want to do these different things, right? Even if they stayed in California. So the mindset of the friendships around you inf- will affect you. They absolutely will. And it's like, and let's say you still want to be with friends who are always doing um, the temporary satisfaction things as opposed to the um, long-term satisfaction activities what what are you getting out of it anyways like if you want to be an entrepreneur what are you getting out of being with bums who just want to work at jack the box and live off their moms because what good conversation are you getting aside from let's go to the drug shop and get some weed like what good conversation is coming out of it out of their company and let's back to the, um let's backtrack into the conversation of how it was detrimental to me to have these different relationships and friendships that in which the reason why I was even surrounded around these people was because you attract who you are and I was a person looking to um fit in I was a person looking to like I I wasn't centered in what I cared about I wasn't centered in caring about God my grades um respect like respecting my parents not in the way that like I respected them like I'm in the conversation but respecting them and like I'm gonna go to class I'm not gonna judge class I'm gonna go to school on time I'm not gonna like take my time and just be late like respecting my parents and that they're working they're doing what they have to do and like I should too so um and not just the God thing, but also, like, purity, self-respect. Yeah. Getting what you have to get done. Like, we weren't on that mindset as a group, collectively. And when I broke away from the guys in that group that I told you about from high school, like, I definitely propelled and took a step forward because there was a moment where I felt like these group of guys genuinely, like, loved my friends, like, the girls in the group as, like, sisters But I think as they kind of just, like, it was like a snowball effect of them being surrounded around this, like, 
how would I say, like, just drama. And I don't know about y'all, but, like, I know many people who will say, like, guys involved with drama are more, are, like, I'm not going to say the word because it's a bad word, but they're, it's just absolutely ridiculous. Like, are they girls or are they guys? Because they like drama more than the girls like the drama. They're more involved in stupidity and so immature. And the girls are not. So that definitely gave me a step forward for sure. (laughs) But anyways, um, I've been very thankful to God because in this journey of like who surrounds me, he's put amazing influential people in my life that have in through conversations through their mindsets through their perspectives they have brought me closer to him and closer to my purpose um in speaking of what is right in speaking of who we should be in this earth and speaking of things that matter i don't speak of people i speak of situations i speak of like brains i speak of the sociology within our communities um i speak of patterns for change for for the greater good for positive change and it's something i just want to continue falling deeper in And um, the reason why I even care about looking into the history of my friendships is because I want to take a step closer into a better direction. Unfortunately, not everyone who I'm friends with right now is going to make it out out of this stage of my life. And it's unfortunate because I love and I love deeply. And when it comes to history and and memories and and the relationships it's like I don't take it for granted I don't take it like it's nothing I take it like it's deep like it means something to me so that's why even when I knew that handful of people were fake it was like I, I held on to the part of them that for a moment them and I had a a positive relationship you know we had great memories we had great laughs we had a connection so I don't take friendships for granted I don't I love and I love deep so that's why it's unfortunate that I know and I can already foresee that not every friendship that I have now is going to continue and progress but it's for the greater good because if it's for what God called me to be in this world so be it and and that's something I think of continuously when God called his disciples some of them didn't even have the chance to say goodbye they dropped their things and they followed many of them must have just grown up in those cities and known their friends forever known I mean they known their family as everything to them they dropped it and they said okay god i'm following you (sighs) 
And so it's a mindset that I try to keep in mind. It could be the closest person to me. If he keeps pushing on that walk away, I will ask questions. I will ask for clarification. But if it's what he wants, so be it. And I know that the strength that I don't have to take that step away from them, he'll give me that that strength. Because it's greater than me. It's greater than you. It's greater than the relationship. God is greater than all of that. My service to God has to be greater than all of that. And, you know, I had these relationships in middle school, high school, college. And it wasn't only friendships. It was relationships as well. I had that experience. Okay, what I know now is I don't want to be in those type of relationships, friendships anymore where I had to sacrifice a part of me that was the greatest part of me that was a part that had the most light and joy within me that I would have to sacrifice that and shut that light down so I could be what more like them more like the people that were popular and then you like being in that crowd and seeing who those people were it's like it's sad like y'all just it's like people who didn't have self-respect people who didn't have um relationships with their parents with their family people who didn't give a damn about their grades or their future they weren't looking at that you know they were looking at wow i'm really popular right now that's awesome i'm sure this will last forever but like and that's your mindset at that moment but then you step forward into life and you realize people don't give a damn about you anymore Maybe you, you you weren't as handsome or pretty anymore and people started to like not care about you or people got deeper into who they were and realized, oh, you're kind of a poser. You're not that cool. Honestly, I don't even want a friendship with you and they're deuces out of your life. So, I mean, in every situation in my life, I felt I feel like I've always been that outsider. Because in middle school, I was the outsider. I was the person looking into, like, the popular people. But really, I wasn't that popular person. I just happened to hang out with those people. Plus, I didn't relate to them in the sense of, I'm connected with God. You don't care to have a connection with God. And and just this feeling of being an outsider looking in and still being in the group, though. Because by the time it was high school, I would say I was popular. And so by the time it came to that, yeah, I am in the group. But still, why do I feel so alone in the group? Because I wasn't centered in who God wanted to wanted me to be. I wasn't centered into my core of God is in me. Like we in in the church, growing up in the church, like. There's this thing of like, Jesus is in your heart. Open the open the door of your heart for Jesus to come in. And that's this continuous thing. I'm growing up thinking like, Jesus is in my heart. You know, and that innocence of a child, like he's literally in there, you know. And, um, and then to like, be surrounded by people who 
how would I say this? Being surrounded by people who live a quote-unquote wicked lifestyle. A quote-unquote sinful lifestyle. A lifestyle of hatefulness, sadness. A lifestyle of just corruption, uncleanliness. And, and they don't give a damn about their own body. So they could give a damn about someone else's body. like, And just, it's like... If God saw all that through my eyes, and we know God sees everything, but, like, if he was, like, looking through my eyes and then the things I was doing, too, it's, like, slowly I could just visualize him stepping away from me. Why? Because I was becoming more like them. And so the very core of me who grew up in my heart, Jesus in my heart, growing up with me as I spoke with him, as I worshipped him in my mind, as I'm walking through the hallways, like, and he's slowly stepping away from me. It's like he leaves that emptiness because he's big and he's, he's a light that can't be shut out. He's a light that can't be turned off. And so for that light to slowly separate and now you're surrounded around this group of posers, people who aren't going anywhere in their life. Like, could you imagine the emptiness in that, like, visual I'm trying to give you? So, I mean, slowly it's just been that reparation of that. Of I don't want to be surrounded by people that take me away from God. I don't want to be surrounded around people who I have to adhere to a certain lifestyle to be talked to or to maintain a friendship. And there's been so many friendships where it's like, I, we would not, if we didn't smoke, if we didn't drink, if we didn't go out a party, we weren't hanging out because we had nothing else to like connect through. Or that was the only time that they were willing to hang out and like make time to see me. And that's sad, but me, who I am today, I could give a damn. Like, it's better that we don't hang out because that's all you can relate to people with. Is it or is it not? Because I'm a deep individual. And if we can't find something else to connect with to do for us to hang out, for you to make time to see me, then, then you're not as deep as I thought you were. You aren't as cool as or complex of a person that I thought you were. So go ahead, stay there. I'm going to go my own way. I'm going to God. Like, I'm going closer and closer to who is my core. Like, I want more of him, less of the people that make me feel like I have to change. Like, I have to be different from the image of God. It's like... And and please do not assume that every day I live this like pure life because like I still have my struggles and my battles. But if I'm gonna do something about it, I'm gonna start with the people I'm surrounded by while simultaneously working on myself and having self-control. But how stupid of me to be working on self-control and stepping into environments where I'm not equipped to control myself in how stupid of me to step into friendships where I'm not equipped enough to have self-control to say, no, I'm good. 
I'm good off that. Or honestly, no, I don't want to go there. Is it fine with you if we go somewhere else or else you can go, but I'm going to go home. Like the self-control and the being centered enough that it's like you can say no, you can take a step away or you can just do your own thing and you're fine doing your own thing. I've been sharing with people how I've been doing things alone. And I'm going to continue doing it. I went to a museum alone. I went to a social event alone. And I will say it's not easy. There's anxiety that surrounds me in that place of should I do it? Should I not? God, if you if you think this will help me, should I do it? Should I not? You know, there's anxiety around that. And also like how will people accept me in there it's like will people be receiving will i be bored like not if i will be bored but will i feel so anxious that i just have to leave like should i do it should i not but every time that i've taken that step of i can do this alone i don't need friends i don't need people to say yes let's go let's go for me to do it like i can do it alone i can take a step alone because again it's like it's me and god alone i've had the blessing to have family and friends surrounding me but if I had to, could I do it alone? If I had to and God called me to go to um, preach at the corners of the streets, could I do it alone? If I had to, if God called me to go up to a person who I never met before and tell them about God, could I do that alone? Can I step in this world alone? Mind you, when I say alone, I'm not truly alone. God's always with me. But can I do it alone from away from my friends, away from people, away from people on the same mission? Like, do I need a group or can I and has God equipped me with the strength to do it alone? Yes, he has. But I have to believe it. And I continue to practice this being able to do it alone. So when it comes to your friends want to go do this. You don't want to. Can you have the guts to say, I'm going to leave. I'm going to go back to the hotel room or I'm going to go back to the house. Like, I'm going to leave or I'm going to go do this while you guys go do that. Have fun. Be safe. Get home safe. I've got to go. You know, can you do that alone? Can you be the odd man out? Can you be the outcast? That's what my journey is about. Can I be the outcast? Am I willing to bear the cross Christ Christ carried? Am I willing to bear my own personal cross in this world, in this lifetime that I'm here on earth with a purpose, with a reason, with a message? Can I do that alone? Can I be the outcast? Can I be the odd man out who's different from the group, who's different from the rest of the world? What I love about this, I will say, some benefits are just that I'm different. You will not find another girl like me. I'm different. Girl, woman, you will not find another woman like me. And I'm a person who continues to evolve and be shaped. And it's like I'm so aware because of my conscience, because God causes me to be aware if i'm doing something wrong i have to be 
accountable with God. So I am aware. I'm not saying I'm free of flaws, free of sin. Like I have a handful of flaws in my pocket like that. I'm not going to go out and share with y'all or share with other people. But I'm aware. And it's that I've got to change. I've got to do better. God, God wants better for me. I have to do it. And I can do it because he strengthens me. He gives me the opportunity. So, man, like, woman up. <laughs> Take the step. Do better. Make the changes needed to do something better the next day, you know? It's like... And I'm talking about being able to do this alone, yes. But let's bring it back to friendships. Like, But I want a friend who in the times where... I've been burnt out with like self-motivation and like all strengths within me and and maybe I don't even have the strength to come to God about something and ask him for more strength. I want a friend who's going to God for me, praying for me. I want a friend who has a conversation with me, you know, and that in that conversation, it leads me back to God. There's friends who do have a positive message, but it's not necessarily revolved around or leading me to God. And yes, it's a positive message. And I I will always appreciate that. But there's something different about a God-fearing friend in your life. There's something different about a friend who sees the world through the perspective of a faith-based person, of a God-fearing person. Of a person seeking God. It's just something different. And I pray that each one of my current friends. That they would deepen their relationship with Christ. That they would deepen their relationship with God. And seek more of him through his word. Through preachings. Through worship. Through different ways. Through through. Trying to see God in this world, whether it's through his hand, what he created in nature, what he created when he gave life to them. Like, I hope that I, I pray that. And moving forward, as I said, not every I know that not every friendship currently right now is going to take a step with me f- into the future. I know that and I'm still waiting on that confidence and security of God, that confirmation and clarity so that I can take the proper steps, so that I can step into another arena with him because I know it's going to be difficult, because I know it's not easy, because I know there's going to be tears shed, because I know there's going to be a piece of my heart that rips apart as I leave them. Not every friendship is going to make it. Like, every, not every friendship in middle school made it to high school. Like, not every friendship in high school made it to college. Like, not every friendship in college is going to make it into my life when I have a family, when I have a career. There's this worship song that says, God is enough. 
I'm already loved. What's that song? Gyra? Yes. I'm already loved. God is enough. Is that is that what the lyric says? I hope it says God is enough because that should be the only thing that is enough. <laughs> but nonetheless, I felt inclined to share my experiences on friendship. I felt inclined to share how God is the center of me and I and I desire it to be the center of my relationships. How I desire it to be the center of every step that I pursue and take moving forward. So I felt inclined to share that. Um, I work with middle school students and I see them now and I just see myself in middle school and I really hope the best for them, but I know that not every person is going to have an easy route to figuring it out. Some of them are going to go through harder situations than what I did and just trying to figure it out and trying to not be the people pleaser, trying not to be the person that has to fit in, trying to be the person who um, is okay with peer pressure, sacrificing themselves for the sake of someone else, you know, like it's not going to be easy for them. Because not all of them have grown up to be centered with a foundation who knows who they are, who wants to fall deeper into who they are, who wants to know more of who they are, you know, like not every one of them. And um, it's all that you can wish for a human. It's all that you can wish for this being that is so young and growing up. And yeah, so I really do hope for that and I mean based on me um just focusing on me for a second like I really I'm so sorry about this dog like I really cannot believe these dogs are just so annoying okay anyways I hope for me that I do fall deeper into who I am who God calls me to be each day further each day almost like an onion each day discovering a new part of me well let's say a flower you know like you take a petal off or you like open up the petals and it's like there's more complexity there's something more interesting to find each and every time you unfold a new part so i hope to find that in christ i hope to find that in the experiences he allows me to step into and um, be involved in and the people he allows me to meet like i hope to find that core i hope to fall deeper into that core and yes god is my core and my heart but he made me to be a person so i'm i'm not christ but there's something he created before i was even born and i want to open that up and discover that that core that essence Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I think today's episode definitely falls along the lines of elected outcasts because it's my experience and how from the start I was chosen to be different. I wasn't always different. I fit in for too long and now I'm coming out of I have to be different. I want to be different. It's okay to be different. So... I hope that it's a new 
perspective for you listening. I hope that it's something of interest to you. And I mean, I'm open to conversation about it. I'm open to dialogue, um, feedback, and even critique about it. Something you may think differently about. Um, Thank you so much for listening and taking the time to listen. Uh, I love you guys. Y'all faithful few who listen to my episodes. We're only going to grow bigger. I know it. I believe it. Amen. (laughs) Bye.